All right, here we are. Last show of the year, 2023, drawing quickly to a close at Common Sense Ohio, commonsenseohioshow.com, brought to you by Harper Plus Accounting. Why do we keep talking about Harper Plus? Well, of course, it's because we're brought to you by Harper Plus Accounting. They are our accountants. They could be yours. Uh, Glenn Harper was in. If you want to get to know why he's uh, uh, he sponsors the show and what they're up to over there, uh, go check out a past episode where we actually interviewed Glenn Harper, the founder of Harper Plus Accounting, uh, where they will do your taxes and much, much more. So those of you who are uh, facing the wrath of Uncle Sam this year, as I did, uh, he can uh, he being Harper Plus can take the sting out of it just a little because then you know it's coming. It's like, is it better to get the surprise that you owe money uh, or is it better to plan for it? and have the money, and then feel the sting of only writing the check, but at least being able to sleep the next night knowing that you were able to write the check. Uh, And that's all about planning, and that's what they do over there. So enough of that. Uh, Here we are at the beginning, at the end, rather, of the year. Um, Lots of stuff happened this year. We've covered a good chunk of it. It's our first full year, huh, guys? It is, isn't it? Yeah. I just thought about that. Yeah, first full year. As Common Sense Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. You know, a lot happened this year for us. The website, mm-hmm. commonsenseohioshow.com, the domain. Uh, now we're on video. We've got uh, T-shirts. <laughs> uh, you know, you know you're real when all that happens. Wait. And that's, <laughs> right. you know, that's what's happened here. So uh, we're looking forward to another year of bringing you Common Sense. And, you know, I guess just to recap, why Common Sense Ohio? Well, because, you know, we like to come at you right from the middle, as I like to say, uh, meaning, you know, we bend a little right by some standards, uh, but we are in the middle. We try to be in the middle because I think one thing that comes from the middle, not only Ohio, which is the heart of it all, as it says in the logo, but um, you know, it seems like Ohio has sort of a commonsensical viewpoint of the world. You know, you've got cities, you've got farm fields, you've got um, uh, the quote elite academics, and then you've got the uh, the people who are more soul of the earth. So you've got a, a nice mix, and it's a it's a good way to sort of. Uh, take a perspective and look at the country. Uh, and, you know, if there's one thing I grew up with out in the country, Sunbury, Ohio, was common sense. It didn't always seem to make sense at the time, but looking back, that was a very common sense way to live. And I have liked to bridge the gap between, you know, the 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 sort of elite academic world and, and the real world. And that's what we try to do here on the show. So uh, that that's why we do it. Yeah. Um, For sure, man. You know, every, every... And because we love everybody. And we do it. Well, Norm loves everybody. I try to love everybody. I, I've tried to actually, believe it or not, in the last year, I've tried to incorporate that into my um, yeah. personality. Is that the right word? Into my into my worldview. Yeah. Where it and looked, it's funny you say that I did too. It, since he's yeah. brought that up, up almost every time, it's like, yeah, just start there. It's start not there. easy. And see where, it it's, is it, not. It's is not it? easy. And, and you have to understand the difference between love and like. Um, yeah. I, it, just because you love everybody. like Maybe the best way, to, like my way to look at it, Norm, I'll let you explain it, but it... it I, you know, I'm not shy about the fact that I become a Christian and I do believe in those ideals. And I think we're all God's children. And, you know, for that reason, we all have, we start with the same uh, flaws in the same human existence. And, and for that, you know, how can you not love one of your brothers in, in yeah. God? Yeah. Um, it doesn't mean, though, that you have to like Uncle Charlie. No. And it doesn't mean no. that you have to spend time with Uncle Charlie. No, no, like, liking is different than yeah. love. And for by, sure. I use Uncle Charlie as we go into the holiday or come out of the holiday season, rather. It's like, you know, there's all those people you sort of cringe when you have to see them. It doesn't mean you don't love them. It just means you don't want to hang around with them. You know, uh, I talked about this. So I have had on my personal Facebook page, uh, I have had a, a little uh, blurb that for the holiday week, because I don't want to, I, 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 I wanted to take a break from Facebook for a week. So 
I put up something about um, love on on you know loving everybody, and it you know made it try to make it a little bit you know uh, funny, but also serious. And you know the admonishment that Jesus gave. Uh, for those of us who believe in Jesus, and you don't have to, but his admonishment to love your enemies. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, like he went way beyond, like just love love people you don't know, love people in countries you'll never go to, love people that you're not related to. Man, he 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 went to the ultimate. Mm-hmm. Love your enemies. And maybe not Holy for them. Cow. This is this is sort of the interesting part. And, and look, maybe I'm reading too much into into the teaching, into the gospel. But it's not necessarily for them. The 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 quote them, the other people that you don't even know, or maybe the person that you actually think you hate. Um, it's for you. It cleanses your soul a little bit. To, it does to leave the it does the hate behind for sure, Steve. And say, you know, yeah. I don't want to be around you. I'm going to, I'm going to steer clear of you and everything I do. I don't trust you perhaps, or, you know, I got burned by you in a business deal. So now I'm never doing that again. Sure. It doesn't mean that I don't love and appreciate, you know, the fact that you are part of this world, part of uh, God's world. And, and, you know, it, it, it just, it, it just relieves all that stress and anxiety yeah, within right. your soul. You know, it's it, like, it really I don't have to hate you anymore. Really does. Right. And, and then you start also kind of like looking for besides the self-serving thing, which is totally important. It's totally yeah. important to, to, to have a balance inside your soul. Right. I mean, well, it, don't feel guilty about it. it. If That's it makes right. you feel mm-hmm. good to release it, that. That's okay. Exactly. Don't right. feel guilty about that. But, but you also, if you adopt the attitude that you love other people, regardless of how horribly they may have treated you or other people, then you, because they're God's children, right? So then you start looking for little little bits and pieces that sort of redeem those people. Like mm-hmm. like, you know, because your heart's opened up to the possibility that maybe you're not so damn perfect yourself yeah. and maybe you don't yeah. know everything about them. Or how they got to that or spot. How they, they got, got to that exactly. spot. That's you know, exactly right. And what was their journey? What That's was right. their journey that brought yeah. them to that place that right. they're so bad right now, or at right. least in your eyes they're so bad. And, right. and like you said, Norm, maybe you reevaluate what your own eyes are seeing a little bit. Yes. And uh, you might have a little bit different perspective on it. Yes. And, and you know, if you think you're so perfect, then look in the mirror. Yep. Um, yep. Yep. I mean, so I can despise the policies of the Biden administration or Nancy Pelosi. I mean, except for Pelosi and Biden. <laughs> or some of the crap that, you know, I've got with DeWine this week. He's driving me crazy again. But I don't hate those people. I don't well, hate them. It, it takes so much negative energy. That's right. Um, and, I don't hate those. People. And, you know, you might say that it's selfish to, like, for instance, giving. Why do people give? You know, you, and, you know, I struggled with this, frankly, until I, I started to, until I became, until I came to faith. I, I struggle with this. Like, well, I only give to people because it makes me feel good, and that's sort of selfish anyway. Why can't I just give to people because I want to help them? But it's the um, first step. It, but it, it, it's a, you, you can't have one without the other. That's right. And it's perfectly okay to feel good about giving. I mean, why yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah. It feels good for a reason. It's like taking a warm shower. It's like you don't feel guilty. It feels good. You do it. I mean, you, if you overdo anything, obviously it becomes bad, but sure. it's like, you don't, um, if, if it didn't feel good, it wouldn't be right. Yeah. We, we, uh, my family has uh, helped put together sack lunches for, uh, the homeless for years anyway. Um, 
but to go to this that point you're making. So one time my daughter was having a really bad day when she was in high school and said, hey, can I come along, help with sack lunches this time? I was like, yeah, you're always welcome to, you know, and, and we typically did with the family. So she came, helped. We took the sandwiches down to basically it's a shelter called Friends of the Homeless. And we start unloading the sandwiches. And these sandwiches are for these guys so they don't have to buy lunch the next day. They're going to work. Mm-hmm. They just don't have a, ho- a home. And they can save a few bucks. Yeah. So we start unloading. And one of the guys, they always have guys coming up and help you unload. And he comes up and he says, you know, I really appreciate you guys doing this. And one day I'm going to do this as well, too. I'm going to make lunches. Right. So look at the impact that, that had. That changed her whole day. She was having a horrible yeah. day. Yeah. And we were driving home. She says, Dad, that really made a difference. It makes a difference. Yeah. To it hear does. that. He didn't have to say that. Right. But he did. But he and, did. And, and those are the things that make And you, I believed him. Yeah. Those are the things that make you start believing. Those are those are the kind of things in life that led me to faith. Yeah. Because, right. you know, it's like you, you sort of wonder, like, what is like, how does that happen? And And what's... Yeah. If you just think of the string of events that coincidentally came together to make that guy's day that much better, mm-hmm. and then make your daughter feel that much better, yeah. it, it's, um, it's just a sack It's lunch. not hard. It's it, just an. It's yeah. the act of doing it yeah. right. that makes you feel better. Yeah. And you know, it's uh, sometimes just a little drop of faith like that. A little, a little, a little something mm-hmm. can can change not only your world but everybody else's. So. Right. With that, we'll we'll, yeah. we'll sort of move on, I suppose. But you know, every every week we've been coming at you. I don't know if we've been doing this what for six seven weeks about World War II, and uh, I look up. I I don't know this history off the top of my head, folks. So believe it or not, I don't have the encyclopedia in my head. <laughs> what happened in, on December twenty ninth, two thousand twenty three, in World War II history? But fortunately, we have this thing called the internet. And uh, interestingly, today I ran into some into some discrepancies in the internet. Imagine that it wasn't. Wow. There was some inconsistencies, but. One thing that did happen for sure is that 1940, the Luftwaffe raid on London uh, caused 1,500 fires. This is called the Second Great Fire of London. Um, and, you know, we talked a little bit about this, about the raids on uh, London and, and, and firebombing cities and how that all sort of uh, evolved in World War II. And I think it's relevant for today's history. You know, those who don't study history are doomed to repeat it. And people are sort of talking about this kind of stuff happening uh, in the in the current conflict with Israel and Hamas mm-hmm. or whatever. But what was interesting about it is I scrolled down to 1943, um, three years after that. We had the Allies had engaged in a similar pattern where we were bombing um, Berlin and other cities. And in this particular situation, we we're uh, we're going to talk about cities in Italy. And Eisenhower had something to say about this, and this sort of uh, relates a little bit back to the monument discussion we had. And I saw Brett, you had sort of a nice description of that. In the Facebook um, ad, I guess. Uh, But General Eisenhower orders Allied commanders to, as far as possible, avoid attacking historic monuments in Italy. Today we are fighting in a country which has contributed to a great deal to our cultural inheritance, Eisenhower wrote. We are bound to respect those monuments so far as as war allows. If we have to choose between destroying a famous building and sacrificing our own men, then our men's lives count infinitely more and the buildings must go. But the choice is not always so clear cut as that is, and in many cases, the monument can be spared without any detriment to operational needs. Um, you know, so four years after this, you know, it, it, we still had this sort of understanding as allies of the importance of Western civilization, because Italy, in large part, is is the basis of Western civilization, mm-hmm. or at least a, a, a huge part of it. Mm-hmm. Um and it, it 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 made me think a little bit about this that uh, we had the wherewithal to preserve that in the face of things like the Vichy government who had by then created uh, the Council on Jewish Affairs and cooperated with the Nazis to uh, to help round up the Jews and send them off to extermination camps. You know, it's like 
we didn't just go in and say we're going to we're going to burn your very existence and take down your your country and burn it to the root. We're going to we're going to try to preserve the history, the good history, yeah. and do away with the the bad conduct that's going on now. And you know, there's redemption in that a little bit. So sure. maybe I've made made more. Maybe I've I have a tendency to do this. I draw parallels to it. I always say I've got like five movies playing in my head at any given time, <laughs> and I'm looking for ways that they they fit together. Um, but I think this does fit together in some way. You know, you've got this idea that we have to firebomb cities and kill civilians and go through all this. But in the midst of all that, uh, our the Allied commander Eisenhower issues an order. You know what? Hey, let's try to preserve the history here too a little bit. You know, you imagine how difficult a surgical attack is. Especially with that technology. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, they were just what we call yeah. today dumb bombs. Right. Yeah. It's right. just gravity and the trajectory and speed at, and altitude that and, they and, were. And they did fantastic launched. with what they had. But, boy, talk about if you're. And well, if, they did okay. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> they yeah. did okay. <laughs> you know. But it, they, they cared. Maybe yeah. right. to some extent they care. To some extent. Mm. I mean, you know, it's ironic that in – I mean, what facilitated the uh, Rome being declared, for example, an open city was a surrender by the Italian government. And then the Germans, of course, like, you know, said, well, you could surrender, but we're staying. Yeah, we're going to stay anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah. and, and then, in uh, you know, Hitler wanted Paris burned to the ground, and he ordered his general in charge of Paris to do that. And uh, actually kept telex, telexing him, hey, ha- have you have you started burning, you know, like the Louvre, uh, yeah. you know, uh, Napoleon's monuments? Like, I-, I want it all bulldozed. I want it all burned. And he never did that. And he negotiated yeah. with um, um, the allies, you know, for a, as, as orderly as you could do that. Um, you know, some people say that's to his credit, that particular general that he totally disobeyed Hitler, could not imagine burning Paris to the ground. Yeah, and I, I made a mistake. I, well, I didn't make a mistake. I didn't bridge the gap because I jumped from Italy to the Vichy government. But the point was, we were. it, it was the same in France. You know, we didn't yeah. decide that we're going to take down, yeah. you know, it just... But we did bomb Monte Cassino. We did bomb Dresden. Did. Dresden was a beautiful historic city. Uh, Norm, don't ruin my point. No, no, I'm just saying <laughs> it, it's complex, right? It is complex. It's complex. Yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, you know... It, 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 it just is. And, you know, yeah. of course, you know, so many people throw back the use of the atom bomb uh, that we used twice in World War II to uh, say, well, you know, gosh, if, if you can annihilate all those citizens and, and, and you feel justified doing that, then why can't we bomb all the people in the, uh, you know, in Gaza? Yeah. Right. Along the same lines that, yes, it's a small group of people that want to destroy Israel, just like it was a small group of Japanese elites that wanted to just, you know. Right. Yeah. You know, same kind of logic. Maybe maybe what 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 struck me here is that it was a consideration that they grappled with. So there's there's this there's this morality that they were grappling with. You know, it's that's like, true. And, and that's true. And the other thing that was important or that, that sort of struck me is we didn't go in and just level it um, on purpose anyway for the sake of doing it because right. of because of uh, Italy's uh, alliance with the Nazis. Right. You know, and, and you know, there, there's many arguments you could have made at the time, like F those guys. Oh, sure. You know, right. let, yeah. let's just, let's flatten them. Yeah. 
yeah. and get rid of them all. Yeah. Uh, but you know, we didn't do that. And I think it's there, like I said, there's some redemption in there and maybe there's a lesson there for everybody to learn about well, we, well, the United have, States of America. We have a lot of, I, they have a lot of Italians in, in the, that were fighting yeah. in the war. I mean, you know, United States, but Italian heritage. Such an interesting. Maybe just a, gener- just a generation removed. Yeah. And, and in Ike's, you know, in yeah. the case of Monte Cassino, that was a tactical decision. Mm-hmm. If they didn't bomb that monastery that, you know, dated, I don't know, what, a thousand years or 800 years or whatever it was. They didn't, they didn't bomb it just to bomb it, right? They bombed it because it had a commanding overview. Yeah, it was, of, a, it was a tactical position. A tactical against position. The, yes, and, yes. and the Germans had... Uh, forward the, observers up they there. They literally had the high ground. Yeah, guiding their yeah, artillery. Yeah, they literally had the high ground and they were using it against us. So we had, you know, we had to take that out. But I don't think we would have taken it out just to take it out. No, no. I, and, and, and there was warning given. And I mean, they did some things to try to ameliorate the human loss of life when they did right. do it. Yeah. So. Anyway, yeah, so that's uh, that's a great great one, Steve. Yeah, yeah, that's a great one. We'll try to make a little bit out of a, a day in history that uh, yeah. you know it wasn't like we have a D Day, you know, every day in World War World War II. <laughs> but, uh, there, there's still a lot of cool history to be had. Yeah, yeah, right, and 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 so true that you know at least in the case of the Allies, they understood there was a moral question, and that's what I like about the example that you brought up today. Yeah, yeah, there's is a, that it, it, they grappled with it. They weren't they grappled with it. It wasn't just and and dropping the bomb on Hiroshima and Nagasaki as well. I mean, they had moral discussions before they did it. Yeah. And and you know, it was a, it was a very difficult decision. So those who today claim to have the moral high ground to say we need we can wipe out all of our monuments, we can wipe out all these guys from existence and we can wipe them out because they did something bad in their lives. Right. You know, on a on a larger level, there's a parallel there that we decided not to wipe out entire countries who did things yeah. that were bad. We, mm-hmm. in fact, you know, we preserved Germany the best we could. Well, so good. Point. Foolishly gave half of it to the to so, the Soviets. So some of this revisionism, like uh, they built a monument somewhere, probably at an RAF base, right, uh, to Bomber Harris, uh, which unfortunately has become what he was known. The guy in charge of the bomber flotilla of the RAF was uh, Arthur Harris. And he's since become known as Bomber Harris. And there was a monument built to him. Of course, they had to take that down. Oh, of course. Because looking back now, you know, right, he's a monster. But everything he did had Churchill's and Ike's, you know, seal of approval. It's like, yes, this is an unlimited war. You're going to bomb at night. The Allies, the Americans are going to bomb during the day. Right. Imagine that. Too. And we we're can doing, talk about that history someday. <laughs> and we're but. doing 24 hour, you know, like, like Germany never gets a break. And we're just going to bomb the living crap out of every factory and even civilians, you know, because we're inflicting terror because we want them to quit the war. Right. Mm-hmm. We and want this, to win. Yeah. yeah. That's right. And in the midst of it, we were still concerned about these kind of historical targets. Right. Mm. So he Particularly was... Particularly in 1943. Now, now it's probably important to note yeah. that we're talking about 1943. You know, we weren't talking about 1940, 41, right. where they probably cared a little bit less about those things because right. their very lives were still, you know, they were still getting bombed in London. Yes. Right. Right. Um, and that, you know, we eventually won the war, uh, the, the war of Britain. <laughs> It is interesting. To what, what is the it? Battle, the, War of Brit- the Battle, Battle of Britain. It is interesting to note, though, until the Germans made that navigation error and bombed London, 
uh, the RAF had not bombed a civilian target. Not on purpose. Not on purpose. Not on purpose. Mm. purpose. And so it's like, well, as soon as you ratchet that up, boy. The next side comes over. Literally, you reap the whirlwind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, let's uh, shift to the news, Norm. What you got? Well, boy. <laughs> he's got no, DeWine, no see, Everybody gets to see his paper chase now. I think he's going to have to have a new notebook for 24. De- <laughs> so Governor DeWine is going to announce today, and he may have done it already. It's 8, 820 as we are taping this. Uh, but Governor DeWine is supposed to have a press conference today to announce how he is going to either veto or sign House Bill 68. What is House Bill 68? It was overwhelmingly passed by um, the Ohio General Assembly uh, called the Save Adolescence from Experimentation Bill. That's one part of the act. The second part of the act is Save Women's Sports Act. So what these are both about is uh, trans uh, patients, trans people, um, transsexuals uh, that in the first case with the experimentation, uh, so-called experimentation, it would, if Governor DeWine signs it, uh, ban uh, trans operations, hormones, drugs, puberty blockers for minors, not for adults, but for minors. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ohio would join about 20 other states having that kind of a law. Um, the second part is to ban trans men or what they call, I guess, uh, trans girls, trans women, but they're biological men from participating in female sports. And it requires Ohio schools to designate, um, teams by biological sex. So it, it will, it, it, it forces Ohio schools to say that the girls' volleyball team is for biological girls. And is, does this apply, uh, I can't talk today, does this apply both to public and private universities? It does, uh, to any school. In to Ohio. any school, right. And there are two exceptions in, in this bill, that are, just to get those out of the way. Minors who are in the midst of transitioning now are not prohibited from completing because if they're halfway through, let's yeah. say, their bodies might be shocked or, or something. I don't know. But if, if they're halfway down the road or partway down the road, this bill does not prohibit them from or their parents from completing. Well, let's, let's talk this through because, look, as a, first, let me just throw it out there. I think you are insane if you're, an, if you're a parent in you're doing this to your kids. Yeah. I, I think that is utter insanity. Now, look, am I calling you? I still love you. Yep. But right. I, I think that is insanity. Yep. Um, on the other hand, uh, but what I hate more, what I would hate more is like what California and other states have done. I don't know exactly who is engaged in this, where they will, the, the government will actually step in in loco parente and in place of the parents and actually not tell mom and dad that this stuff is going on and, you know, where they, it started as they would name, they would uh, use different names for children when they're in school without telling mom and dad they're doing it. So they're sort of encouraging it at the school level yes. and the government level right. and sort of in, in usurping the role of the parents into the government and taking it back for the government. Right. I find that reprehensible. I mean, I find that evil. 
Because you're denying parents Correct. any role. But what you if know? you're the parent? So now I want to go down a rabbit hole here. What if I'm the parent and I really want to do this to my kids? So there is one other exception I should get to because it will involve this, okay, this yeah. very topic. Um, so for children that are born, I want to use the right term, um, they're born with an intersex mutation or abnormality. Right, well, yeah, like the one in whatever. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. no, but beyond that, what, what if so I... So this, this uh, would permit treatment for that. Yeah, okay. but, but beyond that, beyond that. So it, do I have a right as a parent to assist my child in changing whatever they change? I can't, I'm not going to say to change the gender because I don't think that's possible, but engaging in this sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, and and I guess the, the converse and maybe the better question is what's the government's right to stop me from doing it? Because the same power that takes the authority away from me is now taking the authority away from me as a parent to do the other thing. That's right. So I struggle with stuff like this. You know, on sure. the one hand, I agree with the outcome. You know, I, I think it's insanity for parents to do this, but I also question the power of the government to stop a parent from doing this yeah. in a private setting. Um, now you can. I, I'm totally going. I'm talking about specifically hormone blockers, surgeries, things like that. Mm -hmm. Now, if I have to pay for it, I got a problem with it. You know, if, if they're using taxpayer money uh, and funding it through whatever subsidized health care there is, I got a huge problem with it. Same as I have a huge problem with the government funding abortion. Right. If you make the choice and then you feel it's best right. for your child, you should be, the, the, the expense right. should be borne on you, right. the if, parents. If, yes. I'm, if I, I want to go, if I'm a woman yeah. and I want to get a breast augmentation, well, fine. If you, if you want to take right. that risk and go through all the procedures and have elective Correct. surgeries like this, Correct. pull out your pocketbook, write the check. And, you know, I, I, I don't know now you, you could delve into the medical ethics, but that's not necessarily a governmental problem. You know, is it first do no harm with a doctor's doing this? Should a doctor be doing that? That's a different question. Should the government telling a doctor, should a government tell a doctor that he or she cannot do it? Uh, there's where I struggle. And I, I don't, I, I don't have an answer. I'm just pointing out what I struggle with. I have a pretty good answer. All right. Okay. So the AMA and the American Academy of Pediatrics are both saying that gender transformation for minors uh, should be allowed. Now, that is a big change, right, from their traditional point of view. Yeah, that, now, that, that now, to me is not worth the paper it's written on. Correct. Because I think that's a so captured organization. To justify this, a spokesman for the Ohio branch of the Academy of Pediatrics is quoted in the media as saying that physicians don't do this lightly, that they have long protracted interviews and conversations with the patient. So where I'm going, Steve and Brad, is how do you do that with a, a child? How do, you do, how do you have an adult discussion about a permanent change sure. to their body? As in, you know, and, uh, and organ transplants or organ removal. Can, no, I got you. Yeah, with a with but a. Uh, let's a, engage a in some what about isms here, though. You yeah. know, what about a situation where you want to get your kid a tattoo, or what about a situation where you want to pierce your child's ears? What about a like? Where do you draw the line? And, and those maybe it's easy. It's like you're not causing permanent disfigurement, although well, there to are, some extent well, you are. The tattoo can um, turn into something bad. Yeah, um, there are parents. About, there are parents that ply their children with alcohol. Yeah, there's parents that believe yeah. that um, uh, sex workers and is a legitimate occupation. So, you know, so, so hey, the my gypsies 17... raise their kids to, in certain ways, and you know, yeah. so in the government, you know, and here's some the opposite. What about ism? We preclude that. You know, the government's. That's 
That's right. It, it makes some of that stuff unlawful. Parents can't do anything. They can't do them. anything. Right. They, I mean, I mean, there are limits. So is this like where is the limit? Where does where yeah. do you draw the the yeah. the, the, the line? And right. it's not so easy. So those on either side of this would say that it is. You know. So if I'm saying I think it's insane to to in, to change your to cut off your child's penis, I it's utter insanity to me. I think you're crazy. I think that is nuts. I think that's completely off the globe. Stupid. Um, on the other hand, the question is if, and I, so I would agree with this law. On the other hand, I also take a position like, all right, what's the power of the government? And I'm very, I'm very suspect of this. And, and what can the government tell us to do in our, tell us what to do or what not to do in our private lives? Right. And, you know, I, I, I always grapple with this in every analysis, probably to my own yeah, I, I can't say that I'm right. No, that's, it, it just, that's it, these things bug me. No, it, 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 it's valid on both it's, sides it's, of this. It it's really a, is. It's it's okay, I think, to to uh, consider that. And Dewine has said, for example, on this issue, that he has found in interviewing people pro and con that he, he has concluded that people on both sides want what is best for children. But uh, and I who's just, the government to say otherwise? Right. So. If the like is the government the purveyor of quote what is best for the children end quote in no. many in many well in in a whole all kinds of ways yes like look we can't have sex with children and because it's against True. the law children like, yeah. children must go to school it, it even if the parent doesn't want them to go to school yeah. truancy yeah they give you an alternative though for for well, no they give you all but they don't give you the alternative of not educating your, right. your kids. And, yeah. and your kids must be inoculated before they go to school. Must you have this, a lot must of that. I, there's must a lot the of that I don't agree with. They don't I, agree. You know, I, so I do not agree with a lot both of Both sides of just what you're talking and about. Then, then you yeah. can start splitting. It's like, is, yeah. is every vaccination the same? And no, I think they're not. You know, I, right. I, I think far right. from it. And right. this is where, you know, right. it's a whole, no, it's a whole different back debate. back to this, mm-hmm. I think this is, is so permanent. And when it comes to operations, when it comes to suppressing pu- puberty, sure, this would be the argument. These right. kids cannot recover if they the have long term so treatment. They're not laws, coming back. You could you could draw a parallel with drug laws. Yes, um, you know, you're, uh, kids aren't allowed to take heroin. Yeah, and, and you know, and, and you know, we we're also looking or, or, at a big assumption here that the parents. Uh, uh, you know the, the schools are ex- uh, accepting and, and working with the kids in regards to name a change and name change, or you know the the, uh, the pronoun change. My mind goes to that. Okay, the parents may not be accepting of this whole situation, just as if somebody chooses to, or not, they didn't choose that they feel that they're gay. Yeah, I, I didn't mean to say choose. They don't. They don't choose that. And and there, well, are, par- I mean, there are parents that don't accept it. And, yeah, and and they kick them out of the house. I'll dicker with that. I think some people choose to be gay. Well, I don't, I don't think look, so. I don't. I don't think. I, they I do. don't know. I. I, um, I there's but, a lot of experimentation. Well, again. It, we, uh, we, what I'm saying I is the, par- the, parents know, don't, the parents don't accept it. Though. I don't profess to you know. know exactly how that happens. I, yeah. I, I would say something like this, though. These types of things often pass. Um, That's right. You know, with kids. Sure. That's and, right. And in sure fact, I think right. th- there, sure. there are more reliable yeah. studies that would show just that. You can. So doing nothing and not intervening and encouraging one thing or another is, to me, that would be the best approach. So if my son came to me and said, I'm gay, I'd be like, That's great. And I'm not going to change the way I'm raising my son. Um, if my son came to me and says, I think I'm a woman, I think I'm a girl, I want a sex change, I'm going to say, yeah, that's great, no. Um, and I'm not going to do any, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to overly go try to deprogram or go through any yeah, of that nonsense. Yeah. But I'm just going to, uh, you know, that that's a problem that needs a little bit of space. And, and, yeah. needs, and the, yeah. the kids need to, time to evolve until they're adults. I agree with all that. So what about the government saying that's how it should be? 
And that's the question, you know, because it's hard for me. I, I agree with that philosophy. Um, but then once you give the government a lever of power that can be exercised, it comes down to how it gets enforced. You know, so now you're going to have children's services organizations, mm-hmm. a government bureaucratic, bureaucratic body coming in to your house because I've defended these cases and dictating how you raise your kids. And I struggle with that a lot. I'm not saying it's un, I'm not saying it's always inappropriate, but once you, it's like creating the brown shirts to go confiscate, confiscate guns. You know, on the face of it, if you're a, a criminal and you have guns that you shouldn't have, then why not have somebody go confiscate the guns? Except when it gets corrupt. You know, it's right, like, right. and then yeah. it's a problem. So I, all I'm saying is, everybody, give it a little bit more thought because they're, they're, the line isn't so straight. Um, and there's, there's like so many other things we kick around this brown table or round table is, you know, it becomes, there's always unintended adverse consequences for every government action. And not that you shouldn't do anything as a government, but you should explore what those might be and then either acknowledge the risk and say, we're going to do it anyway, or uh, change the attack a little bit. So maybe have a, a, a less invasive way to do it. It just feels like you've mentioned many times that it answers the question, well, we have to do something. We don't have to do something. Yeah, this does smell a little political. It, it doesn't have to. No, I happen to agree with Slow down. It. Slow down. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I think out. politics yeah. is how we resolve uh, things without using violence. So I'm, yeah. I like politics. No, I know. Can, Other, sure. Otherwise, yeah. we're out in the street shooting at each other. No, the, look, I mean, it, this is how you resolve this is things. fundamental a, sort of mm-hmm. the debate on the role yeah. of government. You know, yeah, this yeah. is like, is it, are we going to be completely I'm totally into partisanship. I'm totally gonna, into politics. Yeah. I'm totally into free speech. Mm-hmm. I, I think when it comes to children, uh, there are a whole host of things, whether it's gun ownership whether it's, um, you know, you have to stay in school, whether you can't get married until a certain age, whether you could join the military, can't drink until a certain age. There's all kinds of things. <laughs> we're we're going to let people clip off their penises and remove their breasts when they're children. Insanity. Get the F out of yeah, here. It's going, look, I'm just going to say I were it, a parent and- very frankly, that's madness. They're not adults, you and you're deciding something that's going to affect it them until they die. At its core, I agree with you 100. Before they're an adult. So what if I'm a parent and I say, "Look, I just don't like middle fingers. I think <laughs> I think they're I think they're." Let's clip know, that off. It, you know, it's a, it's like it's a symbol that can right. be used to say "f you." Right. Let's just take a kid's middle. And, but you know what? Let's do it when they're infants because they hardly will feel it. It's sort of like circumcision. It'll just be a quick little flash of pain, and they'll cry a little bit, and then by the time they grow up, they'll never know. See, I, I live without the tip of a finger, and I think it's okay. So I'm going to do it to all my children. Now, would you want the government to step in and say, no, you can't do that? And if you're a doctor, would you do it? Of course not. Um, yeah. It just, yeah. you know, and look, is that the same? I don't know if it's the same, but you can come up with 100 of those. We'll find out what DeWine is going to do today, it, it, according to him. We are now at the 10th day, and at the 10th day on, under Ohio's Constitution, if a governor does not sign a bill or veto it, it becomes law. If he vetoes it, it can be overcome by a three-fifths majority of the Ohio General Assembly, which this passed by. It was over. So they can, they can overcome the veto. They could overcome his veto. We'll find out what he's going to do. But the one thing he said. Is it the same bill, Norm, before, that, before you go there? Is go it ahead. the same bill both ways? So not only is it, you're talking about the transgender, well, I'll call them the surgical and medical intervention, but also the school thing. Is that about the same the sports? Bill? Yes. It's in the same bill. So it's he has to, bill. so is it, it comes as a package. That's right. It's one bill. 
that, that's where the stuff gets so because yes. I can see somebody <laughs> saying, "Okay, I agree with this one, but not that one." Well, right. and wait till we get to the next thing yeah. Dewine just did. All right, okay. Okay. it's the same kind of madness. So I cut you off. You said he was says. Well, he 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 has said that this issue deserves mm-hmm. him to take a stance. So he is saying he will either veto today or he will sign it. So he's not going to pocket permit it. That's or, right. Okay. That's right. Because we have the inverse of a pocket veto. Well, yeah. and so we're going to find out. Yeah, good for him. Good for him. Seriously, I mean, at least at least he's manning up to the yeah. decision. And it sounds as though he's done some research. He oh, uh, it, from what he's now what that yeah, means, I, I don't know. That's right. I bet the research is what do what do my possible voters think of this? <laughs> that, that's the research. Sadly, I, think I mean, I saw the right. I saw the I photo ops and all this sort of stuff. I was like, okay, you're trying, but is it? He's really, been, I, he's, I don't know. He's I, in his second term. I don't think okay. DeWine's meant for, he was a U.S. Senator. I can't see him doing it. I think this is it. This is, again, I don't, oh, I don't yeah. think he's got I, another. He's no career. stranger to interfering in, interfering into private lives. Oh, <laughs> no, he's as not. we, as we know, it pretty much shut down Ohio unless right. you were a big box store right. and then you right. were allowed to stay open during COVID. The yeah. darling of the, the <laughs> COVID Elite. A little, a little, uh, you know, a little Chinese restaurant couldn't stay open, but all the McDonald's could. Yeah. 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 So, come yeah. on. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It, insane. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, maybe Ohio needs an amendment on having a single subject in legislation, because as you say, Steve, these are two standalone yeah. acts in, in one bill. Well, that's not by mistake. And it's not no. by mistake. And wait till you get a load of this. All right. So yesterday, DeWine signed House Bill 201. All right. Before you go there. Go ahead, man. Before you go yeah, there. Yeah. Slide the paper chase over to your right. Over here? Yeah. A little okay. bit further. Oh. Yeah. Now, now pull the microphone towards your face just oh, a little bit. Yeah, we'll do. And look what happens. Hey. Look, at least the listeners love it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's my Perry White. <laughs> um, yeah, so House Bill 201, he signed yesterday. Again, it was the 10th day, so he, he protracted the decision. And what, what this bill started out as was a bill to a bill to safeguard, if you will, Ohioans' choice on what kind of fueled car or other, you know, like garden implements, outdoor power equipment. It was, it is a bill and it has passed. That means you cannot restrict cars based on the kind of fuel uh, in terms of what's available in Ohio for consumers to buy Mm -hmm. or anywhere they can go. So this prevents uh, cities, for example, saying only electric vehicles can be used on, I don't know, pick in the short north, right? Hmm. So we're going to ban all diesel and gasoline-powered vehicles in the short north. This prevents that. This allows Ohioans to freely buy cars and trucks using either batteries or compressed natural gas or hydrogen or gasoline or diesel or whatever they want and also allows you to buy power equipment at Lowe's or Home Depot or wherever, right? So he signed that. Uh, It was a rejection, for example, of California's mandate that is that state by 2035, all vehicles sold in California must either be hydrogen or or pure electric vehicles. Not even hybrid. Well, that's a little bit different issue, but we'll get to it in a second. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a totally different issue. But what was added at the last minute? The pork. 
Oh God! No, no was, pun intended for New Year's. Was we'll talk about a gift to the natural gas oh, monopolies in Ohio. There are four of them that allow them to charge 3.7 million Ohio households that use natural gas a premium of a dollar fifty a month forever. There is no sunset in order to pay for mega project pipelines going to empty fields so that they're ready for the Department of Development to market sites in Ohio no. for development. Yeah, so this is government. This, this is, is like, look, yeah, I, it I, is was, I was on board do. with this. I was on board with this because, <laughs> you know, the purpose of government, like any, even the true libertarians yeah. um, would say, all right, the government's job is infrastructure, right? And, and, you know, you have to have some consistency in that. So like we wouldn't want the city of Columbus prohibiting diesel engines when everybody else uh, allows them because you couldn't get around the state. Yeah. Um, so that is the role of government. The government needs to, to step in and do something like this. Um, and, and, you know, there's, there's another, you know, on the federal level, sometimes we, we hear the term preempt the field where there's so much pervasive regulation uh, by the federal government that the government just has preempted the field. This, the local, the local units of government don't get to act. And this is sort of like that. This is the federal or the state government saying, look, I don't care if you're a, a, a blue city here and you want to, you're going to do your best to say electric vehicles only. You're not going to be able to do that to the exclusion of other things. That, that is what the government is supposed to do. What the government is not supposed to do is dole out um, monopolies and sweetheart deals to private businesses. Look, I mean, this is the householder problem, right? This is, this is what, this is similar to that. Not, not the is. same. It's a, but you know, yeah, there's I, no grift yet. And I say yet, because how does this happen? Like, is this just true lobbying or is there something more going on? You know, I, right. I, it's, it's, and a we'll never bit, really know, right? Some guy's wife gets hired by some company coming in under one of these deals and we will never know about it. Yeah. And, another, you know, and this is another form of corporate welfare. And, and let me say oh, this. You know, and, and, and just yeah. openly, we're going to yeah, buck 35 a month or whatever. This, is, this is Hunter Biden stuff. Yes. God. So you get to charge what you want and we're going to, we're going to sub, we're, we're going to authorize that. And not only that, make it a law. Yeah. So you can make billions of dollars. Right. And I would say this, if it makes sense to go put a pipeline through a certain field and there's a cost to that, well then sell your product at a rate that is commensurate with the cost and make a profit. Right. I don't give a crap. Right. But as soon as the government intervenes and puts its, in, quote, invisible hand into it, right. um, then now it's distorted. Now what right. happens is right. uh, it, it could be, and it, it might end up hurting the gas companies. It might end up helping them. I don't know. And but Steve, it's going to hurt us. Even other businesses uh, appreciate the distortion argument you just made because the Ohio Manufacturers Association was against this yeah. because they're here right? Mm -hmm. They made the investment. They did just what you just said. They paid for their pipeline. And now it's devalued. And here comes their competition in, And they can't charge enough to cover it because the competition will beat them. Why? Because the government favored them. It it gave them, gave them a free infrastructure. This is my, this is my analogy that I always use. Like anybody who's, who's a woodworker and has tried to build a four, a square 45 degree mitered picture frame. And it's a little bit off. And you think, oh, I'm just going to shave a little bit here and it'll work. But then you look at the, the left right. corner and it's yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. crap, that's off too. Right. And so you fix that <laughs> one. And then you look at the right one, that's off. And pretty soon you got to start over and it all goes to crap. That's what this is. Government tinkering in the economy like this 
turns it all to crap. Because if 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 our government, whether they're sitting in the General Assembly or they're Biden up on Capitol Hill, uh, I, th- if you think that these people are capable of manuf- or of uh, engineering a complete economy, well, then study history because right. it's never been done in the history of any human affairs has the government completely engineered an economy. The you know every and it's not like everybody who's tried has killed hundred million people. Of course, that's what happened. Right? <laughs> right. You know, go go study Stalin and the kulaks and what happened right. when they tried to engineer the economy. I mean, it's a disaster. Right. And those are just those are just the you know, the obvious examples of it, but the more sinister ones when it, it's like now these private businesses, the ones who didn't get the benefit are going to go out of business. Yeah. They're at a competitive disadvantage because the government is picking winners and losers. Sort of like the mom and pop Chinese restaurant versus yeah. uh, McDonald's. Right. Right. That's what they've yeah. done. Yeah. For, for what? Almost a whole year or maybe it was a whole year. I, for, I, least, I don't know. At least, Amazing. but it's not just the whole year. It was the threat of more. So, yeah. you know, if it would have been, if, if these businesses, me included, could have known, all right, it's going to be six weeks and we're back. That's it. But, and the first, it started with two weeks to, yeah. you know, to slow the spread. We're going to flatten the curve. So, all right. So I got a two week vacation. I can deal with that. I'm going to go home, get some home improvement projects done, hang out with the kids. Right. You know, we're going to have a little mini vacation that we wouldn't normally get. Maybe they go a little bit long this summer for whatever, right. you know, but right. uh, that'll be okay. We can survive that. But then two turned to four and four to eight and then eight to 12. And pretty soon you've got an entire year and change. So then how do you ramp back up if you're a small business or if you're these other businesses? Do you say, all right, well, I can compete. All I have to do is spend a little bit more money here. It'll hurt. I'll have to take a step backwards. But you don't know when they're going to, when the government's going to act and and put its thumb on the scale again. Yeah. And, and, and change the equation again against you. So you just don't. This you is know, why- you guys were here. I was in Florida for, for part of the COVID thing. And I was buzzing into work or into the show today, and I was listening to a local attorney and radio personality, Chuck Douglas. Mm-hmm. You guys may know of him. Uh, and he mentioned that during COVID here in Columbus, that, that when you entered the city from outside of Columbus, you would get a text. And I, I just don't know if this is true or not, but he said you would get a text reminding you that you had to wear a mask. Yeah, I didn't, but I turned. Like, there was some talk of that kind of stuff going on. Now, how like, would they people were signing up? Here's how you have to sign up for it. Here's how right? it was going on. No, you had no, to opt out. He he got so, really. Yeah, was, he got text. He said there was. It, I'm guessing. I don't know this. I'm I'm speculating. There was a time when I actively and intentionally opted out of every healthcare app on my phone. So wow. like Google has okay. baked into it yeah. certain healthcare you know, I your mean, heart rate or whatever it is, yeah, like how many yeah. steps you take, all that nonsense. Mm-hmm. Okay. You, I, I had to dig through setting after setting after setting and then opt out of everything because they were, you know, there was that kind of stuff going on. They were monitoring whether you were doing healthy stuff or whatever. I turned <sighs> off all location services. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, that never happened to me, but okay. it wouldn't surprise me if it were tied to something like that. That's, hmm. that's because that's we a, sat around this round table with Jared and the rest of us. We're like, turn this shit off now. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, wow. I, I, yeah. I have never heard anybody had, talk about that. Me either, Brett. I had never heard of that before. Yeah. I am. Uh, Blows me away, wow. man. And it's super creepy to think well, yeah. that, that the Columbus Department of Health or whoever is telling cell phone providers, you know, we want all incoming sure. cell phones. The to technology get- is easy. It's geofencing. <laughs> yeah. It's I wonder if it, it, it ended up. Yeah, that's really. We'll, have to, we'll wow. have to look into that. Yeah. But, wow. but it's it's scary of the power of the government. Yeah. So where does it stop? Yeah. That was for a good cause, though, Norm. You know, we're right. protecting the health sure. of everybody. So yeah. who wouldn't want to do that? Who you know? wouldn't want to do that? And I remember specifically Dewine 
uh, I was, my son was in his music lesson and things had sort of opened back up and he was allowed to go have a live music lesson, something in person. And um, I'm sitting in the car waiting, just listening to, uh, Jerry used to call him the man in the sky or the man on the box. You know, he'd come in at six o'clock every night and give his little speeches. Yeah. And there was a, and this one wasn't one of those, but it was a schedule today. There's a big announcement from, by, or from um, uh, DeWine and uh, he gives this speech. I, I should look up the date, but he's like, it, it was something like, all right, we have the tools. We know what to do. We've done it before. Meaning, all right, we gave up our businesses, shut down, do whatever. And I, I remember slamming my fist into the dashboard. It's like, you mother effer. It's like, you didn't do anything. You did nothing. Yeah. And, and what's this we? Because I'll bet you every single paycheck that uh, was coming your way found its way to your bank account. Yeah, sure. And I didn't, by then I hadn't had a paycheck in a year. Yeah. And I'm just like, you son of a bitch. You didn't do anything. And to, to tell the mom and pop Chinese people that you know, you've got the tools. No, the government had the tools, the lever of power to force you out of business and make you do its bidding. Yeah. And, and essentially uh, deprive you of a living and yeah. a right to pursuit of happiness. 100%, man. And uh, so that somebody asked me recently what I think of DeWine, and I told him that story, and I was like, that's what I think of DeWine. Yeah. You know? Awful. Yeah, that, Awful. that, that sort of flip e- Even a Republican arrogance. filed uh, a, a, a legislation to impeach DeWine yeah. at the height of the COVID process. Yeah. There were Republicans that were like, I don't care if he's a Republican. He's turned into a dictator. I think it's true that the, the COVID... The national COVID, I'll call them the, the crime syndicate, who were, who were advocating to shut down, vaccinate, do all this crap. Yeah. Um, early on, they identified Ohio and Biden as somebody who could play ball. So they, they, Ohio right. was a test market for you're, this stuff. You're right. And there's a memo or an email that, that was right. exposed through public records. You're right. Uh, saying we can, we'll use, we'll use uh, DeWine. I keep saying Biden, but we'll use DeWine. Well, Biden was complimenting DeWine yeah. and saying, hey, he's one well, of this the- this is during Trump. He's a good Republican. Right. This is during yeah. the Trump era. Yeah. This is during the Trump era. Sure, it all but started with that. DeWine, Absolutely. DeWine was targeted, uh, and Ohio was targeted as a, as a test market for these sort of restrictions because it's sort of a red state- but at the same time, they had a uh, a rhino governor who would play That's ball, right. and it's always mm-hmm. been a rhino. Yeah, who would play yeah. ball, and uh, he did, of course. And we have had a string of Republican governors that are rhinos: mm-hmm. Kasich, Voinovich, yeah, Taft. I mean, it's it's unbelievable, you know. And they, like, they, they all managed to get wealthy. And I keep saying, I keep saying, you guys all criticize Governor Gilligan for. Enacting for yeah, <laughs> John Gilligan. Hell, yeah. You guys, you guys all criticized him for enacting an income tax on Ohio citizens, right? And none of the subsequent Republican governors or legislatures have gotten rid of the income of course, tax. Right, right. Because right. look at this, like DeWine. This just I think this week said, "I'm going to give. I'm going to give two hundred million dollars." Yeah for certain schools, for certain purposes. And it's like, man, Ohio has too much money. If he's got these baubles to if just give. he thinks give, it's his to give. It's, it's ridiculous. It's, hey, refund us our money, man. Yeah, this at, at every level this offends me. Government, the federal government, the local governments, yeah. the state government, it, it offends me at every level. And look and, how regressive sales tax is, and look how it's grown. And this is It's almost uh, 10% in some places. This is my private shopper cheese story. At one point, I was involved where we, we had a, we, we had somebody helping with the kids at one point and we said, Hey, look, can you, we got this party coming up. Here's a grocery list. We're both jammed up doing other things or we were out of town, whatever it is. Can you go do the shopping for us? Okay. I, I wasn't on board with that, but I'm not going to go into the, yeah the, the, why that happened. Just assume that it happened. And you know, when we got the bill, it was insane. 
It's like, so it like the little cheese cubes <laughs> were the most expensive ones. Right. I would, bought gourmet, the, I would have right. bought the Walmart version. Right. And she bought the gourmet version. Right. And that was true all up and down the list. Yeah. And why? It, it, I, I paused for a second and I was pissed, but I thought, you know, well, we didn't specify for one. And secondly, it wasn't her money. It was right. really easy to spend my money. Yeah. It's right. a piece of cake. You know, it's that's like, right. oh, that, I think they should have this good. This is my favorite cheese. I'm just going to get this cheese. Top flight. Because that's why, you know, that's what I would get. So right. that's what we're going to get. Yeah. And, you know, uh, why is the government any different with your money? That's right. They're not. It's easy to spend your money. Oh, right? yeah. It's not theirs. Not, right. yeah. They have no stake in the outcome. No. Nope. Yeah. Look at any conflict that we subsidize around the world. That's right. We never track well, the look, money. Look we just here. give it to them. Brett, we look down here. Do. Like, we can always print more, right? Brett? Yeah. How many times down here around the round table after a show or after one of our podcast uh, clients is in here, do we think, yeah, you know, it's probably time we need to add this or we can mm-hmm. do this or yeah. we can do that. Yeah. But it's our money. So we spend it wisely. You know, mm-hmm. we don't just go buy on a whim yeah. uh, everything that we would want. Yeah. But if somebody else were funding it, this place would be chock full of equipment, you know, sure. it's like, but in, instead the business finds its own level mm-hmm. and it works, you know, it's like, we found a way to make it profitable. We found a way it, 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 through hard knocks, you know, I had some dumb purchases, but that was on me. Yeah. I lost the money. I got burned. I didn't do it again. Yeah. Uh, and you know that like if, if that happened, if the government had to spend its own money or if they came out of their own pocket somehow, it's not possible, of course, Right. but it might change things. If so, we could just get the politicians to suffer along with us in the same programs like social security and like uh, the uh, general health care market. Mm-hmm. Instead, they have their own special health care. They have their own special retirement. They have everything segregated to where they are unaffected personally by the decisions that they make for the rest of us. Yeah. Right. And, and I heard this even from dear friends during the shutdown. Oh, you're real. You're smart. You're one of the smartest guys I know, Steve. You're going you're gonna to figure out a way to make this work. You're going to be just fine. And I was thinking, go f*** yourself, man. <laughs> I mean, really, forgive my language, but I was just like, f*** you. Yeah. It's like, think how belittling it doesn't, that is. That doesn't help at that moment. <laughs> it doesn't help at that moment. It doesn't. And, and think of the depth of the belittlement of that. It's like, right. um, it was easy for me to build a business. It was easy for me to get this far. It was, right. oh, you, I heard that too. Oh, you're good. It's easy for you. And, you know, yeah. running a business and getting clients, that's easy for you. Yeah. And I'm just like, who the like, yeah, why? right. And again, I'll probably, I'll probably blurp out the language, but you know, it's like, I know what you th- mean. Screw you people. Right. You know, yeah. it's like, uh, and the government has said that to all the small mom and pop businesses time and time again, and DeWine's at the helm of that. So that's yeah. how I feel about DeWine. Yeah. Yeah. Totally, man. Yeah. Um, sorry, I monologued there. No, no, no. no. Uh, you know, coming out of a topic we have discussed here on the show for probably almost half a year. And we even had Frank LaRose on, and, and uh, we had Bernie Marino talk about it. And I'm going to that that August special election, issue one, on the Constitution, on the, the percentage of the vote you need to pass a, to enact a, and, and put in a constitutional amendment. And it keeps bubbling up. Like right now, the marijuana thing is in complete chaos in Ohio. It's legal to use marijuana recreationally, but there's nowhere in Ohio to buy recreational marijuana yet. Uh, so y- y- there's all this chaos with gun ownership, with, uh, with testing, people with CDLs, all kinds of stuff that are affected by this change. Um, rather than, as Steve always says, 
things should be done slowly through the legislative process as much as possible. And this marijuana thing is just one example. Then there's the abortion change. And now uh, LaRose and uh, Dave Yost, uh, so the Secretary of State and Dave Yost, the Attorney General for Ohio, have been grappling with a new constitutional amendment a proposal initiative. I'm already shaking my head. I don't even know what it is. Yeah. I'm already shaking my and head. It's, and this would enact all those horror show things we saw in 2000 Mules. It would allow your ID to vote would be a self-certifying statement. That would be your ID. It would allow unlimited numbers and unmonitored uh, drop-off boxes it would allow instant same-day registration, so meaning— who is behind this? A, a coalition of people that don't want Trump to win, basically. Yeah, this because is the, it's being done for the primary election in order to be in place for the November election. But did you say LaRose is, is oh, okay with totally this? Oh, he's totally against it. Oh, against it. I'm uh, sorry. I missed, it would I allow okay. every voter in Ohio would get a mailed ballot. And finally, the other big change is— LaRose or whoever is secretary of state would not be allowed to remove from the voter rolls dead people or inactive or absent voters. All right. So I, I it's need a complete catastrophe. Yeah, this is a catastrophe. But the, the language won't okay. be what you said. The language will be other things. And that's an interpretation of what the consequences will be. So what they'll do is they'll whitewash this with some like – it's going to require voter ID, but then it'll define voter ID as a an an as, a happy way, yeah, right, a, right. A, a, an attestment that uh, you are who you are. I can see Ohio voters voting this in. They'll 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 make and it look good be, because right because they'll make it look like a convenience thing. Yes, like oh, or you're disenfranchising people. Oh, for not it's voting it's for this. it's old. You know, it's old crabby people, Republicans that just don't want brown people to vote. Yeah, that's how they'll present this. So they're going to make it hard for us when I should just be able to rock up same day, register five seconds before I actually vote. And when I'm demanded proof of ID, I just say, hey, I'm Norm Murdoch and I so I so state. Mm -hmm. You got to be kidding me. There's so many layers of each one of those don't. Not that they don't make sense, but it's like, for, like you said, the last part, dead people, not off the rules. Okay, that doesn't, I got to hear the justification for that. It won't say I, that. It'll say something like, they can't remove dead people without blah, 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 blah. It'll be a I bunch guess, of language that make it super hard to make you know. it, yeah. yeah, and I guess I'm, I'm totally missing the common sense of having an ID because I know in the city of Columbus, if you can go to the city of Columbus and get ID for like five bucks. It's easy. It's easy. Yeah. It's and easy. there's no there's no anal probe. Right. It's that so Look. you can have an ID to have uh, go to the library and get a library right. card to to check out books to right. better yourself to have an ID to get get wealth. How many uh, get, get help don't have ID? I mean, really? I mean, if you want, that's wanna, what I would like. If to you want to fly, too. I mean, and it's so insulting. If I right. were as a, if you're black so or brown I, I, and you say it, it's racist because you can't get an ID, they're going to be like, what are you talking, are you talking about? Here's about? my driver's license. Right. I fly two or three times a week. And, and those that don't, let's figure out why they don't. And, and, and that'll it's, answer it's a lot of questions. The, it's probably the result of several bad choices or the choice not to be on the grid. Fine. Something. Right. So yeah, let's look, figure it out. If you're not legal. I don't want to be called up for jury here. duty. Right. You, know, <laughs> like, you want to live the off the grid, one. go live off the grid. But you can't live off the grid and then let 
and then d- d- vote. So where we are on this is yesterday, uh, Yost, who as attorney general has to approve the um, the ballot language, which in many cases is a summary that's much smaller, right? Then you don't make the voters. I mean, it's there for them to read, but it summarizes what the legal text is, sure. right? So he rejected it as um, misleading. So they're going to go back and try again. They don't have enough. So they have. They don't have the signature process. Apparent, apparently, they're at the application phase to right. get signatures. So this is okay. why, right? Yeah, this right, is right, this right. is the okay. consequence okay. of the earlier decisions that Ohio has made to make it easy to amend the Constitution. It's ridiculous. This is the problem. Yeah. It becomes a legislative tool. And if it's That's a legislative right. tool, it's a political tool. But the problem is it doesn't you can't change it so easily. So once it's ingrained, right. it's ingrained. And this is this is the problem. Um I, I find this insane. So this the whole like, like the marijuana this whole thing. show has been insane to me. <laughs> so so DeWine and the legislature are now having to catch up and and Put something right. into place. A constitutional about right in Ohio to smoke pot is <laughs> well, insane but, to but, me. It's well, crazy. I, but I guess I was under the impression that what was passed was complete. No, and the legislators no. torn it apart. No, the abortion hard The abortion thing was complete. That was right. self-executing. Okay. The marijuana issue was not self-executing. Okay. What it said is the legislature shall pass legislation in order to make all this happen. Right. But okay. but 10 days after the vote, recreational use became legal. Right. But there was no way to buy recreational right. okay. marijuana. Okay. Right. Because I know they were messing around with the taxing. Yeah. They were messing around with the number of plants that you can have. Yes. But that was already voted on that you could have 12. And, that the, ta- was, and the taxing that, was supposed to be 10, 12% or something like that. That was not in the legislation. The, the, all those specifics you mean were the, the amendment. That's right. Not the legislation. The amendment. Thank Although you. It, it was, was in the amendment, but not the legislation. No, it was not in the amendment. All those particulars were not in the amendment. The amendment said- what did, I, what did I vote on then? You voted for the general concept of legalization for recreational use. Okay. So where'd all these numbers come from? The, 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 legisla- the, 12 plant, the, 12 the legislature the- has all these bills okay, now okay, okay, to okay, try okay. to flesh out. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, the okay. abortion That's thing cool. was really different. Said, uh, uh, because, which I knew it was. Yes. Yeah, which I knew it was. Okay. If you remember when you voted. Because you heard a lot of specifics around the marijuana stuff, and then all of a sudden. When you voted oh, on issue one, which was the yeah. abortion thing, uh, when you went to the booth, there was huge pages exactly. of text. Yeah. And yeah. it was self-executing. All right. The marijuana thing was like a little tiny thing. Pair. And then the other. OK, right. I got you. I got you. No, yeah. okay. OK. OK. Right. Okay. So, I mean, look, I, I wouldn't even agree with this with the with the proper way, which would have been to say. Maybe not in the proper way. How it how it the best the the worst scenario for me before this would have been that the General Assembly says we hereby make marijuana a lawful substance in Ohio, and then they would then delegate to some Department of Health the regulatory scheme. Yeah. I don't even like that. Yeah, right. You know, I think the General Assembly's job is to do that. I agree. Um, right. But uh, at least that would have. At least there is some oversight to that. But then now they've just now they've used the Constitution to replace the General Assembly. Like yeah. rock and roll, folks. Yeah. You voted for this. Yeah. Now big, we got it. Big so mistake. Bernie said it was a mistake. Uh, Larose said it was a mistake. And I'm I. I mean, here we got three examples where. Right. We have chaos in Ohio right. because so look, you want a new law? Just go amend the constitution. That's great. We're going to have a second Ohio revised constitution <laughs> instead of the Ohio revised code. So that's what's happening. It's a mess, um, you know. And and to your point, Steve, I love your point. So just going back just for a second 
to that public utilities thing with the natural gas companies being able to, you know, charge a buck 50 a month to 3.7 million people forever to pay for these programs. There is this creature that the General Assembly created called the Ohio Consumer Council. Uh And they are supposed to represent us before the Public Utilities Commission on these kinds of matters. And I'm with Steve. That's a legislature's job. Yeah. Why don't they? Why don't they yeah. get into the nitty gritty? They're the ones we elected uh, to too do much work. The, that's right. Yeah. So they appoint a few lawyers, create this staff and this office to supposedly represent the people of Ohio. Yeah. It, it's, what the hell's a legislature there for? Yeah, it, it, right. It's like it, it, we have. To, yeah, everybody knows my thought on and, this. And, yeah, and the government has run amok. Yeah. That, I'm heard, supporting your point. Yeah, yeah and, and, and that commission was actually corrupt as well, too. <laughs> yes, it Of course, because you yes, don't get to vote was. on that. Yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah, that, that, so that, the, the General Assembly ele- gets to pick a committee to go do the bidding of the General Assembly. Well, I didn't vote for this committee. Yeah, right. You know, I wasn't there in the backdoor deals when people right. run an office to office, say, I want this guy on the committee because my Uncle Bob did something, something for him. And, and they don't even that. answer well, to us. It's kind of right. similar, though, to the education piece so we, that DeWine's picking who's going to be in the That's right. Well, in the, in the advisory board for education. When we used to have a, a, a at least a, a big chunk of the state board of education was elected directly right. by us and only a certain portion appointed by him. Now it's all him. Yeah. <laughs> like, what does yeah. the general assembly do other than go to, uh, yeah, the Claremont, re- that's gone. Now, but that's go right. to Claremont <laughs> restaurant yeah. and eat breakfast. <laughs> right. You know, it's like, what is, what's their job other than to come and hot with the wolf family, you know, rub elbows at the Claremont right. yeah, and, uh, yeah. have drinks downtown at the, at the clock. You know, it's like, uh, anyway, uh, yeah. you guys want to do a little uh, predictions? I yeah, let's do some uh, new year stuff. Up. Yeah. You know, with predictions. So, uh, Brett, you said you had some. I actually put a little time into this one. <laughs> Not that that's worth anything. I even put a blog up. So I get I'm my five blogs. My proxy. My 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 five blogs. So I so I'm predicting number one. I think I did seven things. There will be there will not be any presidential debates this year. I, I don't think there will be. I I know that Trump is saying yeah, let's do it, let's do it. I I, I don't see it happening. And then I think Joe's Joe's team is it just doesn't want him on stage. I think, and that leads to social media. So all the all the debate stuff, all the talk will go on social media. Social media will be corrupt with misinformation produced by AI. I think bad actors, foreign bad actors, are salivating for the opportunity to put crap on social media. I'm almost thinking I'm going to opt out of social media completely. Um, Ohio Secretary of State Frank LaRose will not be a factor in the Ohio GP, GOP Senate nomination. He ain't got the money. I think it's going to be Marino against Brown. I think Brown's going to win. And Marina was just endorsed by Trump. Yeah, by I, 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 yeah. I, I, I just think Sherrod's going to win. Sherrod Brown's going to win. Uh, the wars, I hope, Russia-Ukraine war and Israel-Hamas conflict will end this year in 2024. I'm hoping. Um, that's my prediction. I hope so. I think, now this, <laughs> this is going to be a little sci-fi, but I think your next checkup visit in the next year is going to be with a robot. Mm. I think general practitioners are, you're going to start to see, just go in, you know, 15 minutes with a robot, tell them what's going on. That's it. It's happening already with nursing in home and such like that. I I, I don't know why, it just kind of hit hit on me. Wow. This is a kind of far-fetched too. I think up to 50 people are going to ruin their eyesight during the April 2024 eclipse. 
All right. Up they're going to be stupid. They're yeah, going to be stupid. They're going to look at it. They're, yep. they're, they're going to look right at it, and they're going to ruin their eyesight. Well, I'm going to predict there's an eclipse. <laughs> <laughs> and then number seven, wow, the, I don't know if you guys knew this or not, though, but I think I think um, back in September, DeWine, our favorite, our favorite guy, announced expanding the state's Project Dawn to install uh, Narcan overdose recovery nasal spray kits at rest stops across Ohio. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Oh, yeah, yeah. Another... Got to do something, and that you know. So we have that. So on our what's phone your going, what's your prediction on that? that? that it'll go away. That, it'll, it'll go away. That no one, no one, no, not one of those cans are going to be used in the next year. Or they'll get stolen. They'll, they'll get, get stolen. stolen. It, it'll be but a complete. I mean, so I want to know who know, got the contract. Yeah, exactly. And how they got the contract? To, uh, you know, because to, 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 to me, that that's order. the that's the first place I'm thinking. Oh wait a minute! I let's go to a rest stop and get an Narcan. Who's getting money? Come on! Who's getting money for that? That's what I want to know. So it's kind of an easy one. Besides, like, a feel good measure is a feel good. Yeah, but it's more than that. Who's yeah, get, who's, yeah, who, yeah. who's got the contract to go anyway. install those things? So, yeah, that's true. So, that, those are my seven thoughts. Well, I'll, I'll 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 fly through mine, and then Steve, you know, why don't you riff off of uh, Brett and I? Uh, and, and come up with some. In the meantime, uh, I think the Standard & Poor's, Dow, the stock market, I think in 2024, there's going to be a major correction. Uh, we are at an all-time high in the history of the stock market this week. And I just mm-hmm. think, I think it's built on on tissue paper. And I just think, I think there's going to be a big correction. I, you know, not saying- Enough where you're adjusting your investments? Yes, I think right. it's going to be, I think mm. it's going to be like, you know, 20%. Wow. Like, I think it's going to be a big one. So you're going into bond funds? You're going into uh, I have shuffled money the deck. market? I have shuffled the deck. Yes, sir. <laughs> I, I have. Yeah. Some annuities, some other things that uh, can't be affected by the stock market negatively. They may just, they may just tread water, right? Mm-hmm. So the investment doesn't go down, but it, I, I don't think anything's I don't think this is sustainable. So that's mm-hmm. that. I think Biden's going to get impeached this year, uh, next year. I think Trump is going to get elected. I think Biden and the DNC will claim it's a stolen election. Ooh. I think we're, that whole cycle is just going to flip, and it's going to be like Al Gore said Bush stole the election. It's mm-hmm. going to be the, you know, the narrative. But that's will, legitimate, Norm. Yes, that's, 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 that's right, right. That's because it happened to them, right, right, in that case. And I think the violence... Uh, coming off of the election results will be orders of magnitude bigger than what happened on January 6th. Let's hope not. If All Trump right. is reelected. Um, In spite of a uh, uh, a BLM uh, co-founder this week endorsing Trump for president. Really? The co-founder of the uh, BLM on the East Coast. Wow. Uh, a gentleman, his name I did, didn't write it in my notes, but uh, it's all over social media. He has been interviewed, I don't know, you know, but, on various news shows and he says uh trump is the only one only candidate and to include kamala harris uh, who he named uh, he said he is the only candidate that will re- will really serve the interests of uh black americans very interesting interesting yeah contrary to the narrative contrary hmm. contrary to the narrative wow. all right so I did give this a little bit of thought. I did not come up with some specific predictions, but I will say this. The one thing I gave a lot of thought to was who's going to be the president next in the coming year? Who's getting elected? And here's what I came up with. I have no idea. <laughs> I, I could not even put together a series of facts to draw a conclusion, even a hypothetical conclusion that would give me what, an answer that I could rely upon. Yeah. I, in, in, the, in my head, when I really try to think it through, I have just a big black spot. I can't, it's like, what's going to happen here? Because we have we have Biden, who is clearly 
beyond his years. Yeah. And right. probably going to die. Yeah. And he's um, a, certainly a puppet. A puppet. I mean, he, he's so, being manipulated. And you have Trump who is uh, uh, all over the place, getting indicted in various places, got trials coming. and 91 uh, charges against him. And he himself, him. not a spring chicken. No. Uh, so I have predicted this. Neither will be president, and the Dems will win. Do you think some other candidate yes. is going to come forward? Really? Yes. And the only, this is, here's how I connected that constellation of dots. Hmm. Um, I think the Democrats, the Democratic Party generally is far more shrewd and capable politically than the Republican Party. That's for sure. I think it is obvious to me that the first party that produces a candidate who is not either Donald Trump or Biden, Joe Biden, will win. As long as that person at least appears to be reasonable. They will win because like, the Americans, the America is done with this insanity. Steve, are you thinking Gavin Newsom? What do you, what are you thinking? No, I'm thinking the guy from uh, Minnesota. I'm drawing a blank on his name. Okay, what's his no. name? Uh, I know who you mean, but I can't. I, I yeah. can't think of his name. But not the governor up there. It's it, it, it's 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 a, it's a I think it's a it's a general. It's one of their local uh, yeah. representatives or yeah. something. But yeah. um, I, I think, and I, not that I agree with this, but I think that the, the no, you're just saying the Dems are far more devious in political affairs like this. Yeah. They have to know that the first party that produces a candidate other than Joe Biden or Donald Trump will win the election. And, you know, the Republicans, by obvious uh, display this year, are unable to produce anybody other than Trump. They just, they're not going to do it. Well, the votes aren't there. The, well, even if they were, it's like they, they just, everybody's scared or who knows. I, I have no idea why. Yeah. Um, of course, I'm a DeSantis guy. And, and, I'm, 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 and I'm really, you know, I'm despondent. Because I, I really don't want Trump as president, but he's going to be the only option I'm going right. to be given. Well, and look, I, how I re, that, I'm not saying I won't vote uh, my party, but uh, I, I don't think that mm. that is, I, I think that the first party to produce somebody other than these two will win. And I don't think it's going to be the Republicans. I think it'll be the Democrats and they have an easy out to do it. So it's not just that they're shrewd. It's that their, their table is set for this. Kamala Harris will be, she will be she will bow out because behind the scenes they're giving her the hook. Um, the Dems are not uh, immune to doing this. They they did it with uh, um, uh, uh, Bernie. You know, I, I like yeah. this discussion, Steve. So oh, so so just thinking of the timetable because they're putting people on the primary ballot right now. And you know, we know what happened in Colorado and California and this week in Maine and up in Michigan. There's there's this effort in certain states to take Trump off the ballot and he, you know, California just said no, he's going to be on the ballot and uh, you know, things are uh, you know, in suspension right now waiting for a Supreme Court possibly to take up this whole issue. So Biden's the Democrats are really, they're under the same clock as the Republicans because the primaries are going to happen beginning early next year. So this, this candidate that you're envisioning, unnamed, unknown, won't be on the ballot. So are you seeing this happening at the convention, Steve? Yeah, or right before. It, Biden will either bow out, they got elect or get impeached. Or her. They got to elect somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Bow, Biden's going to bow out. On for health reasons or whatever before the convention before the at convention some point. Uh, die okay sadly yeah or have a health crisis that would preclude him from running stroke or something uh, yeah yeah and it wouldn't surprise me if that happened or he'll be impeached one or the other I mean it, it's like either way there will be a reason for the Dems to pull him from the ticket find the candidate and then sneak it in at the last minute that's okay. what happens that's, not, that's my and, and not ask him to give. 
the blessing on the new candidate. Doesn't need to. Doesn't need to. Doesn't yeah. need to. Doesn't, doesn't because need to. it probably why, would be a detriment. Why? Probably. Because anything's better than Trump. That's how, that's how the country's yeah. going to look at this at that point. And if this if this if this mystical candidate that I'm envisioning just appears to look and act normally, then that's all they need to do. Yeah. Well, this whole thing's a casino. I mean, yeah. I I picked Trump to win the presidency. Just, you know, that's just like I'm pulling that out of the air. Nope, I got you. Right. That, that was the best I could come up with. Now, yeah. as far as the stock market, I think I agree with you. I think it, there, it will correct. But like, it all, like always, it'll, go, it'll come back. And, you know, I'm no financial advisor. I, I'm contemplating after this conversation reshuffling <laughs> my deck. Uh, like but, gold, gold right now, super high. You know, like there's all these indicators, yeah, right? Yeah, it's like traditional indicators are there. Where, yeah. You know, it's really high and, you know, who knows? But uh, so I agree with you there, um, and that's really the, that's all I got. I got yeah, no other predictions. Cool. I think um, that's a huge one. That is wow. That's I a love huge it. one, and I really, I really like the uh, the the mental gymnastics behind that. Speed. Yeah. That that's really awesome. You know, yeah. like I want to see that get played out. Well, I think it will, and sadly, it'll be a Democrat who's president, and it we we are going to get very little change as far as policy goes. Yeah. And what I predict for the future of the country, if this continues much longer, I, you know, I shudder to think about it. So I guess uh, we're going to wrap it up. That's been another fabulous episode and year of common sense, mm-hmm. Ohio show.com. I should, I wanted to add, I did a little bit of research, you know, we do eat pork and uh, sauerkraut on new years. So I did a little reading as to why that is. It turns out norm, uh, it's got some Ohio roots, mostly Pennsylvania, but Ohio too, nice. because the Germans would do this because the pigs apparently face forward when they eat or something like that. And that it's that the idea is to look forward. So we're going to eat pork. That's what Wikipedia said anyway, or wow. one of these places said, um, but the Germans bring that tradition to Pennsylvania, uh, the Pennsylvania Dutch, which sort of spills up into Holmes County and some other places. Yeah. Well, what do you, where Ohio. do you think the pigs would come from? Cincinnati. There you go. Porkopolis. Right. In Cincinnati. So, Cincinnati sure. at some point in time. I like it. So yeah. pigs are from Ohio. And uh, you eat pork and sauerkraut on New Year's because of Ohio. And that makes nothing but common sense. Where you can check us out at commonsenseiowshow.com. Like, share, please uh, check us out online. Because next year, like this year, we're going to be coming at you right from the middle, at least until now.